0: Hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to To Be The Man. And, of course, we couldn't do it without the Hall of Famer himself. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest of all time,
1: the nature boy, Rick Flair. Rick, how are you, man? I'm good. Good, man. Thank you. How are you guys?
0: Man, better than I deserve. I'm back on Raw. How about (laughs) that? Listen, let's talk about it. I have to admit, uh, I was driving on Saturday. I didn't get to see all of Crown Jewel. I did get to see the main event. I want to talk about that in a minute, but first,
1: hell of a show! I
0: saw I saw some reports that you were not included in the uh, in the open for Crown Jewel. I missed that. What's up with that?
1: I have no idea. But I, I, <laughs> and you know what? Here's the deal, and I don't care what anybody says. I mean, Aaron Anderson was giving me a lecture about kissing WWE's ass at the last match. That is the biggest compliment you can ever get as a wrestler is to be on the opening of anything that WWE has.
0: Of course, yeah. It's not
1: kissing ass for me to say thank you once or to say thank you twice. One of the most difficult things I've ever been through in my life personally, aside from health issues, is having 85,000 people tell me within two minutes I wasn't on the opening of Raw or SmackDown. After that bullshit and plane ride of hell came out. Which is all bullshit. Which it explained thoroughly in my new documentary. I mean thoroughly. I am calling some people out big time. Wow. To answer your question, if they had left me off, I wouldn't mind it. Because I've had my time. It's not my time anymore. But it is something that means a lot to me personally. As it does to everybody else that's on it. And I'm sure they would tell you that if they were being honest with you. It's a big deal. You're and seeing course, worldwide uh, three times a week.
0: And as you pointed out on uh, social media, you were back on uh, Monday Night
1: Raw, right? Yes.
0: And so very well, happy
1: I, to be. Thankful. Yes. Well, ass thankful. I love that we got
0: a fired up Ric Flair today. today it's no, gonna I'm be ass- It's a
1: big deal to me. It was. Well, yeah, it should be. Yeah. It's a big deal for anybody. Yeah. Any wrestler that says, they don't want to be on the opening of a, of a WWE show is a lion's son of a bitch. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's the biggest platform with the biggest audience. Thank for you. The biggest show. Yeah. Well, why would yeah, you it's not? A, that's it's, the a, it's a huge
1: honor to be there and be part of it. God damn it. And Absolutely. think about this. How many father daughters are on the opening of anything? Well, there you go. No, well I mean, said. Have you ever, never in the history yeah. of the business? I don't know if we need father son. Right. You?
0: Uh, no, not right off the top of my head, although we should probably fix that with Dusty and
1: Cody. Oh, I'm, oh, I take that back. I didn't know. I, But I don't think around it yet.
0: I don't think they are either. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Hopefully that will change. Yeah.
1: As of right I, uh, now, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky enough. Hey, let's talk about
0: you know, what's happening in WWE this past weekend, uh, they had a big show in Saudi Arabia, uh, man, what a spectacle. You can see the money they, they put into that show, the presentation and the production yeah. is just out of this world. But the main event is what I want to talk about. Uh, of course, Jake Paul is Logan Paul's younger brother. And just one week ago, uh, he went the distance with Anderson Silva, one on points and actually knocked Anderson down in the eighth mm-hmm. round. And I know that a lot of people have discounted what Jake Paul has done because he's a YouTuber or he's this, or he's that, but he's consistently knocked guys out. He's a tough guy. He, yeah. He didn't knock out Anderson, but he knocked him down. And this is a guy who it, was known it, for it, di- just,
1: just to get in the ring. These guys that knock him, he, he's a tough kid.
0: Yes, he is.
1: He did. Only thing I've ever said about him was he doesn't want to call out Mike Tyson. Right? Well, that's oh, I see on a regular anybody. basis and Mike is in good shape. Yeah.
0: Well, so the, the, uh, the idea that he was in Saudi Arabia got me excited because I thought, man, where are they going with this? This could be really awesome. And then we saw a performance from his older brother, Logan, Paul, who's one of the most influential YouTube creators. I mean, he, yep. he is the definition of the term influencer. Yes. And my goodness, in his third match, he main have a big time pay-per-view with a WrestleMania level presentation in Saudi Arabia against Roman reigns. And I think it's pretty fair to say most people agree, Rick, and this is a big ask here, do you agree that he's the best three match wrestler of all time? I mean, to have that level of performance after just two other uh, matches, uh, you
1: know, believe it or not, I can answer that question for easily. The answer is yes. It's either him or Pat McAfee, right? And I think it might be better than Pat McAfee. I mean. When I watched Pat McAfee in NXT, I could not believe it. And everything Nobody he's can. done, when Pat wrestled too, for not for not having that time, you know, that, those repetitions, and the, I'm not sure how much practice is put into it, but, I mean, they're athletic and hell. And once again, I'm telling you, both those Paul brothers are tough kids. Yes, they are. Just to get in the ring with Madison Silva, you have to be tough. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or Woodley, any of those guys. Right. Just don't get in the ring with Mike Tyson.
0: Well, that's uh, that's good advice. Whether it's Mike, Mike is running five miles a day, man.
1: Oh Lord, Uh, yeah, Mike's right. He's living. He lives in Boca Raton now.
0: Do you think he wants to do one more?
1: uh, I don't know. I don't think so. No, but um, he um, his daughter is such an advanced tennis player. They moved down there for for more for higher level instruction.
0: Oh man, that's fantastic. Well, oh, he's he
1: committed to her.
0: He and let's, let's jump into, uh, an age, but before we do, I do want to ask about two things that were pretty topical. One is a Roman reigns, man. How do you see this reign ending? There's lots of debate, lots of people guessing it. Could it be this guy? Could it be that guy? And I actually have a bunch of discussions with people who are in and around the business where I'll argue. I don't think rock Roman needs a world title. If that's what they're aiming for at WrestleMania, I think if since it's a two night WrestleMania, maybe you put the title match on on Saturday night and you put rock Roman on su- Sunday night. That match is so big though. I don't think it has to have a title. Do you think rock Roman need a title at WrestleMania if that's the direction? And if not, who would you like to see in a title match at WrestleMania?
1: Well, I don't think, personally, it's a given that The Rock's going to do it. Me either. <clears throat> I think that's a, uh, and as much as he might respect Roman, which I'm sure they do, all those guys, the, 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 it's, a, it's a brotherhood like no other. Uh, I don't think The Rock would come back and do a favor. Why would he? Right. Tomorrow morning, what, he go back to his acting career with a, with a loss? I don't think so. I don't see that happening, and it would do the company no good to put the belt on the Rock because he's not going to be a full time wrestler ever again. So I personally, I said before, would like to see if the Rock if the Rock happens, that's great. If it doesn't, I would like to be Cody Rhodes.
0: You want Cody to beat Roman?
1: Yes. Yeah. I think I thought those matches that Cody had with Seth Rollins were off the hook. They were. I agree. Yeah, Seth really did a good job getting him over.
0: Seth has had a, a phenomenal year this year. Yeah. Quietly, one of the better years I think this year. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, if we think it's going to be Cody, who's going to be the world champ, let's say Rock Roman does happen on Sunday night. But to your point, it's not for the title.
1: I think we both agree on that.
0: Saturday night, Cody versus whom? No, I, what I'm
1: saying is I don't know. I don't even see... I don't think it's a given that the rock's even going to be there. I got you. I, I see him attending the show because he lives in LA now, but right. I, you know, I think it's, it's, they're hanging that out there, but shit, they're sold out without, without it being the rock. Right. I mean, and it's going to be spectacular think, again. What do you think
0: the other main event will be? So if you think one of the nights, probably Sunday night is Cody Roman
1: for the title,
0: what do you reckon Saturday could
1: I hope it's Bianca Belair and the Queen.
0: How about that? That'd be awesome, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it would be phenomenal. I'd be all about that. That could be I, That could be the Rock Austin.
0: I don't mean to uh, put you on the spot, but everybody in wrestling is talking about, hey, what's next for Charlotte? When will we see her again? Uh, without it giving us any spoilers, you think we'll see her before Royal Rumble?
1: To be very honest with you, I have no idea. I, you know I, um she's keeps everything to herself um yeah i I mean i know I know she's talking to the company, but I don't know any more than that i right if I did, I couldn't tell you anyway, but I, <laughs> she, she doesn't trust me to tell me anything because <laughs> I can't keep my mouth shut
0: <laughs> well, a lot of fans I know created a little bit of chatter because I guess there was an appearance she had that was cancelled, and I know uh many i mean uh andrade. that she had some personal stuff, uh, that she was working on. Now you and I know that physically she's fine. Emotionally, she's fine. Uh, it's her business to share, but I guess what I wanted to sort of set the record straight on, there's nothing wrong with Charlotte Blair. She's just fine. So. uh, Oh,
1: absolutely. She's probably in the best shape of her life. Yeah. I I think it's, I think it's probably a mutual decision between her and the company as to when she comes back. Yeah. It'll be, an, I, I would assume, under the perfect circumstances. She's the best wrestler. But she's the greatest female wrestler of all time.
0: Without and question. And like I said Not before,
1: finished. to have two legit world-class athletes, I mean, you, you could write the story itself. NCAA yes. track star. Volleyball player. I mean, you know, strength, coordination, athleticism, Bianca Blair, Charlotte Flair. It's a main yeah. event in itself. It is. It is. I would think that it would be a drastic change from not to feature the women in some capacity, right? That's the match. I, in my opinion, that's the match.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, it's more important now than ever that we do have female representation. Uh, speaking of which that actually became a hot button issue the last few days. I guess there's going to be a parting of the ways of Nick Aldis and uh, Billy Corrigan with the NWA. And Aldous, you know, I guess took issue with the way some of the NWA's women's only show went down. You and I actually happened to be in town for that in St. Louis last year. thought it was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, it feels like a, a personality issue. I'm not sure. I don't have any inside information, but a lot of people are now curious. What's next for Nick Aldous and Mickey James. A, what do you think of Nick? Uh, and B, do you think they land somewhere together in your opinion?
1: Um. Well, I think Nick is fabulous. I don't think Mickey wants to wrestle anymore. Right. She does to. I can see to. her she's being a, like she's a, she's, she's a great mother. She's she's done everything there is to do. She's she'll probably going to Hall of Fame this year. She's you know she's going to be highly thought of and regarded as one of the greatest of all time forever. I mean, she's you know going to be in the top ten or fifteen girls of all time. Yeah. I that's that. saying a lot. I mean, when you think of the numbers of hundreds and maybe even like thousands over the years, yeah, to be in the top 15 or 20 top women in the world, and Mickey James is right there. I, I can think, name the top uh, girls right off the top of my head. I mean, Trish, Lita, Charlotte. I mean, um, God, Bailey, Becky. Um, I mean, I. I I, I could give it give me a minute to think about, but I could name the top 20. Cause I obviously followed a lot with since ashley has been involved. Right. Right. Or Charlotte rather.
0: I think it would be really cool to see them as a duo, you know, let, let's, let's let her be, um, uh, sensational Sherry to his macho King, or Andy Savage or something like that. Who's I can see Mickey, J- Mickey James. Oh yeah. Be phenomenal
1: in that role. Yeah. yeah. She, she'd be great too. No, Nick, you know, I tell you, he's not only, not only a good, good performer. He's a great kid too, man. A great yeah. young man. Oh uh, yeah. He's a great guy. He carries himself like a champion. He dresses great. He conducts himself like, I mean, he's perfect. And why, and why is not with the WWE? I have no idea.
0: Well, uh, that's what everybody's debating. You know, when his contract is up at the end of the year, do you think he shows up in AEW or WWE or somewhere else?
1: Whichever one gets him, it would be one of the other AEW or WWE and whichever one gets him will be very lucky.
0: Yeah. I got to think it's WWE. That yeah. to me just makes the most sense.
1: Yeah. He brings a lot of professionalism um, when wherever he goes.
0: Well, and then the next big question in all of this is what's next for the NWA? You know, Nick Aldis has really been uh, the centerpiece for the NWA for the last five years. Yeah. Now this is going to create opportunity for, for other guys down there. And of course they got a big pay-per-view coming up. I think it's this weekend. Uh, so it's going to be Tyrus and, uh, Matt Cardona and Trevor Murdoch for the NWA world title. Uh, I think Cardona has done a phenomenal job reinventing himself, but if you were in charge of the NWA, is there a talent that sticks out to you that you would try to build around?
1: Well, I like Murdoch and Cardona, so I do. Um, I mean, Murdoch literally he does remind me of Dick Murdoch a little bit, you know. Um, he's legitimately country and all that. I mean, he's entertaining. And Cardona, it looked like a million dollars. Yep. You know, I just think it's, I think that you know, Billy just looks back and says, you know, I got to give it to the best guy here and figure out who who I can have him wrestle and make money with. And yeah. I don't know enough about the company to know what the, what the roster is. So Rick, let's,
0: uh, let's ask her about something else. There's been a, a, a little video pop up. It's teasing that she's got a big announcement sooner rather than later. You were rattling off some of the top women in wrestling history. Certainly Sasha banks is on the list. Oh yeah. Would you be surprised to see her show back up in WWE or do you think she'll land somewhere else?
1: Oh, I I don't think Sasha would go anywhere with WWE if she goes back at all. Yeah. No, you know, I, I um I spoke to her about three weeks ago. Um, she was with, with Stephen uh Stephen K at Mojo Raleigh's wedding at FaceTime and I said hi to her. You know That's cool. I she you know, I think she, she's done well with her money, made a lot of money and uh you know, God, I didn't mean to leave her off. My God, she's one of the, to, to me, she's the top three of all time. She's really, really good. Yeah, yeah, she's really, really good. She's, like I said, she's, at, she's she's Steamboat, Ashley's me. I mean, that's, I don't get any better than that. And they, and they, they, every time they touch each other, it's a great, they don't have a, they don't have a regular match. Right. It just, it just gets better every time. So, um but I don't know the answer to that, but I wouldn't think that she'd ever leave WWE. It would be hard for
0: me to imagine that she would yeah. too, especially with the regime change, you know, Hunter, when he was running NXT, he really made, um, Sasha and Charlotte NXT main events for the first time. Absolutely, you know, That was a big deal. So yeah, I tend absolutely. to the think first that one
1: being in San Jose.
0: Yeah. Phenomenal. He
1: tore it down.
0: Hey, so, uh, let's talk about the, uh, Well, I would say the elephant in the room, but I often joke that if cats have nine lives, Jeff Jarrett somehow has 10, you and I find ourselves watching the damn AEW dynamite program last week. And what do you know? He's out there crushing dudes with guitars all over again. (laughs) What a resurgence he's had, who would have ever thought in the year 2022 Jeff Jarrett would be working pay per view matches against Ric Flair, and it certainly feels like Sting might be on the horizon. What is it's 1999 WCW or 2022? What in the world's going on?
1: It's the push he got from the last match. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no last match with Jeff, oh no God. AEW. Are you kidding me? Let's get serious. <laughs>
0: I love it. Well, maybe he got you need more to get PR
1: in that goddamn match than he, he's ever going to get.
0: That. I think he, uh, he is I'll tell you yeah. who
1: else was pretty good in a role. I mean, Karen was fabulous. Karen should be she working was awesome. somewhere, too.
0: Totally agree. Oh, man. <laughs> By the way, shout out to their boy Cody. Just turned sixteen. And, Look out. And Judy, if I recollect like your
1: brother. wife was not gonna shut up a few people too. She she might just hire on for a, one one managed thing one night.
0: <laughs> uh she uh she's pretty feisty, I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah, that was great. Pretty feisty. The best part of the match was Karen and 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 Megan. I uh, know what he cared about the rest of it. They went from showing Kid Rock to marry and Karen. <laughs> it was
0: crazy. It was crazy. She was a woman possessed. <laughs> well, listen, we uh we we've done enough of uh Conrad asking Rick. Let's yeah. uh let's let Francis Reyes ask a question. He wants to know, Rick, do you have a favorite robe design or color that you like?
1: The blue one. The, the baby star blue? Or, the, or that blue oh, one with the it. uh with, with this um tassels. Yeah. That was priceless. guy. it was beautiful.
0: Uh, here's one from uh, Jackson Styles. I'd love to know your favorite cities to wrestle outside of the U.S. and why is one of them Melbourne, Australia?
1: Because there's a hotel there called the, uh... God, I can't think of the name of the hotel. It's got five of the greatest bars in the world, five great restaurants, gambling. <laughs> oh, wow. There you go. You never have to, you never have to leave the hotel. Actually, Sydney's my favorite place, but that damn Melbourne's live, too. Australia, this period, is live. Takes a long time period. to get there, but it's fun when you, when you land. Hey, mate. I, um, First thing they say to you is, hey, mate, I'm about a beer? Hey, mate. gonna buy you one? Hey, mate. <laughs> Hell yeah, mate. <laughs> I love it. Uh, there's a rumor that I might
0: be there next year. So God, I hope so. That works up Yeah, me and you got to I heard you might in. be some Ric Flair
1: drip there next year. I <laughs>
0: well,
1: Maybe we'll have to take the hey, show on the road. Hey, next week I'll be sending out a post with me and Evander and uh, Mike. I made the I made the marriage happen. Evander and Mike made a commercial, man. Oh, awesome. I made the hookup and <laughs> I'll be with them next in Vegas. So I'll be going viral again smoking a joint with Mike and Evander.
0: <laughs> I love it. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh Logan Lee says, uh, hi, Conrad and Rick Rick. Has there ever been a time you, or if not another wrestler on the card with you promised a young fan, maybe earlier in the day that you would do something special for them during a match. Does that make a wrestler nervous in any way? So we've heard like in baseball, it would be like, oh, hit a home run for me today. But did you ever see, you know, a time where you had to go visit some uh, sick kids in hospitals or what oh, have gosh, you. And, yeah and they said hey i want to do this when, for you. when i worked for
1: the company we did that all the time WWE is really involved in uh charitable situations and in a lot more in a lot more uh in-depth ways than you would think they're good about you know lining up uh visits at, at the hospitals or or, or um, kids that are kids that are challenged uh physically or mentally i mean they're a very caring organization and very concerned about um um, and take or take a lot of responsibility to make sure that everybody has, has an equal opportunity to be entertained in, in any way they can, whether it's their personal appearance or being able to see the show. They bring so many people in from Make-A-Wish that they'll never get credit for it. They bring everybody in the world from Make-A-Wish and WrestleMania and bring their families and from, from all over the world. I mean, those are the kind of things that never go noticed. but if you work there, you're very aware of it.
0: Here's one from, uh, Carl Hayes. He wants to know what's your favorite song by Darius Rucker. I met Darius Rucker's tour manager and
1: nothing but amazing things to say about Rick. Oh, uh, well, I like wagon wheel. Yeah. And it, it, he must be talking about Mike. I love Darius's manager. <laughs> Isn't what I, wagon wheels the one, it, I think wagon wheels is, is one of the top five, uh, of all time
0: oh i believe that yeah. what, i don't what, think that's wagon over- wheel? what's the
1: other one he just did um last year um i don't remember off the top of my head yeah i, I like wagon, wagon wheel one. blew up huge yeah that's that's it. that made him a crossover star probably yeah exactly he was hosting the emmys and everything wearing a gold rolex i wonder where he got that idea or hosting yeah. the is to see the cmas <laughs> i text uh, him rolex with- wearing hell yeah i love it <laughs> Noso
0: Grande wants to know A, what's your wildest Von Eric story? Two, what are some of the hangouts in DFW? And C, what are your feelings about getting tattoos of you? And have you ever signed them? Forever the champ, champ. So let's do them backwards. Has anybody ever, how many Ric Flair tattoos do you think you've seen in your life at meet and greets and things like that? A thousand.
1: Really? In my lifetime? Easy.
0: Yeah. And has anybody ever asked you to sign the tattoos yes. so they can get that sign? Ta- that yeah, I'm sign? not
1: crazy about it, but I do it. It depends on, on, how, they, on how they approach me. I mean, what's I don't the do coolest it. one? I, you I remember? only do it at signings. In other words, like right, right, right. With, with Ryan.
0: Uh, what's the coolest Rick tattoo you remember? Was there one where you were like, Tim, that's the damnedest thing?
1: Um. You know a lot of will put to beat the man you gotta beat the man on the side, like at a length of their form and they'll have my head on it or uh they'll have my, my face on their shoulder and then sixteen times and stuff uh-huh. like that it, it's it's very actually it's very I'm very flattered by it, but it's nothing I would do to myself uh what are some of your Bo favorite Derek hang on out my shoulder maybe or something like that uh, maybe Kelly <laughs>
0: yeah. Maybe we maybe we put uh, we put spring break on there. <laughs> hey, uh, What are some of your favorite hangouts in DFW? So besides Nick and Sam's, like back in the day, I know Nick and Sam's West End, never, West yeah. End
1: and Green Street. Hell yeah! Okay. Yeah, West End is <laughs> guitars and Cadillacs, cowgirls, tight fitting jeans, big buckles, cowboy boots. Yeah. <laughs> <He-haw! laughs> And probably back
0: in the day, big hair, big teeth. Oh, yeah. Story. Love yeah. that. <laughs> Let's move along. Uh What's your uh, your wildest Von Erich story? You know, this is popular again because I guess they're filming a Von Erich movie right now. But yeah, you're the king of uh, wrestling parties, and those guys knew how to party. What's your wildest? Yeah, you story? know what?
1: They didn't party like that. to look at their, their parties where they you know that you know is everybody's everyone's aware of the issues they had and they didn't party like we did right i really don't i never really partied with the boys believe it or not the, those damn the demons that that followed them around are um I, that wasn't anything that i was doing and i i, I t- to this day i mean michael hayes and i were there with them all those years and i just could never figure out why michael partied... I partied, the Freebirds party, but the, the boys never got together to party. It's just stuff they did basically on their own or, or together. This episode is
0: brought to you in part by titlematchnetwork.com. where right now you can take advantage of their holiday special. Say 50% off new memberships with the coupon code Conrad. That's all lowercase at checkout. This includes every pay per view and video on demand. They've got hundreds of exclusive new live streams every year, a near endless amount of pay-per-views, shoot interviews, documentaries, and more. It's one of the biggest collections of women's wrestling content on the planet. Plus, they've got a ton of match originals, including their new interview series with legends like Greg the Hammer Valentine, Sabu, the Godfather, and more. Plus, check out these upcoming pay-per-views. I think Title Match Network is the only streaming platform that's going to bring you the entire WrestleCade weekend. You got RVD and Shane Douglas's live podcast on Friday, November twenty fifth. You've got the WrestleCade Super Show on Saturday, the twenty sixth. And boy, that's a star-studded affair. Eric Bischoff's there, Kurt Angle's there, Eddie P's there, the Big Show's there. They got Ladies' Night Out eleven. Uh, with iva Elise, Sue Young, Tessa Blanchard, more, plus AML Wrestling on November 7th, and a ton of other events all month long. It's TitleMatchNetwork.com. It's the perfect gift this holiday season. Take advantage of this holiday special 50% off all new memberships. Just use our coupon code CONRAD. That's all lowercase at checkout. And and if going you don't to like event? what you see, just cancel any anytime. That's TitleMatchNetwork.com. Coupon code Conrad, all lowercase at checkout to say 50% on all new memberships. Uh, So Rick, we got tons of questions here. I don't think there's any way we'll get to them all, but uh, let's bounce around here because man, folks are just chomping at the bit to ask you questions. And when it comes to asking questions about the UK, uh, Aleel has one. Hello, sir. Number one fan from the UK. Any fun stories when you've been to the UK? Best wishes, Halil. I, I've met Halil before. He might be the biggest Ric Flair fan uh, across the pond, but I'm sure you had fun over
1: there. Is there a no. famous story? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tell him that man I've had fun everywhere in Europe. <laughs> I don't go places I can't have fun. <laughs> It follows me. The word "fun" follows me around. <laughs> I love it. Uh, What about uh,
0: SummerSlam '92? Allegedly, you had a lot of fun at a hotel oh my God. That
1: weekend. What's the story there? Well, we were at the, at the we were in Kensington at the mo- Holiday Inn, and I didn't have to work that week. All I had to do was go out to the ring, oh. boy. There used to be a place called Stringfellows that was a major nightclub. Um, God, we were there every night I mean, it, London's fun, and I had a lot of fun there. But I, had to, I had to get a draw from Arnold Schoen to get out of town. The <laughs> good old days. Yeah, sure was. Uh, Jeremy Priest getting on paid Turner. to go over and have a good time. <laughs> That's
0: basically your life for the last 40 years, <laughs> is it not? You get paid to party. I can't complain. No. Uh, Jeremy priest says, I know this may be a tough question, but I think you've had the best promos in the business. Does one stand out as your favorite or most memorable? So Rick, your most famous is probably having a hard time holding these alligators down, but you can't pick that one. That's what everybody picks in the mainstream is, is one more memorable to you than some of the others?
1: Well, the one I got the most compliments on it when I thought was, <laughs> so I, Eric had just beat me the night before in Washington, DC, right? We wrestled Yep. And we were going to Baltimore and I was, and I just said, to Eric, I got a hell of an idea. He said, <laughs> he said, don't, he, he said, okay, but don't. <laughs> the one where I took off all my clothes and the main coat and handcuff myself because <laughs> when i walk for bobby heen to look at me and say that's the greatest goddamn interview i've ever seen in my life that means it was good <laughs> that's awesome That was awesome <laughs> that was pretty good
0: <laughs> no doubt i mean I, I don't think anybody was ready for that and the one with the one be. with
1: me and. Uh, where I was beating myself up with Hunter when, when Hunter hit me with the, with the, with the hatch. And that. That's my favorite. <laughs> I just go out there and instinctively just go crazy. There's something wrong with me. Obviously, <laughs> of course, we've uh, all me, heard that for years. <laughs>
0: let me remind everybody. This would have been, I think like October of Oh three. I might yeah. be wrong on that. Uh, maybe it's October of five. Yeah. It's October of five. Anyway, the point is you're in a blood feud with Hunter. Yeah. And, uh, he's attacked you with a sledgehammer. You come out, you got the big bandage on your head. I think it's the Brown suit. Yeah. And you start talking about how, you know, he can't hurt you. And you pull the bandaid off and like force yourself to bleed again. <laughs> and you look like American psycho <laughs> and you make sure that there's more of it because you not only rub it in, but you wipe it all over your white shirt. You look like That's a your crazy favorite. person. It's my favorite. Cause I couldn't believe what I'm seeing. Yeah. You know that's that's like out of a horror movie, dude.
1: <laughs> I don't know, There's something wrong with me. Look
0: at that! <laughs>
1: That—that's
0: not a pay per view. That's just a random ass Monday night. What <laughs> he does? Unbelievable. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Who knows? <laughs>
0: uh, that's a pretty memorable one. Maybe we'll yeah, a, we'll tweet I, that out this week.
1: I probably lost my Rolex that night too. <laughs> well.
0: It's funny how those come up missing.
1: What city was I in?
0: (laughs) Well, you got eight more at home that look just like them. (laughs) Uh, Husker on Twitter wants to know, um, what important memorabilia have you kept through the years and do you ever keep any of your own wrestling cards? I know you do not be a big memorabilia collector, but what do you have that you remember? Well, First of all,
1: you're wrong about that. And you're not basically wrong. All my ex-wives have of my memorabilia. Okay. One in go. particular. <laughs> I guess they just feel like they can take what they want and leave. You know what I mean? I mean, I have certainly I have some, but nothing like I can even can imagine that I have, you know, gifts I've been given, plaques, awards, stuff like that for 50 years. I mean, it'll be December. God, December 10th will be my first match. Wow unbelievable it's gone by and I, I don't and I feel great I'm, I've been back out working out with Rob and everything but and the answer to that is, and I, I and once again I've gone I've gone into depth with it you know so I really because they wanted me to just really open up about things that nobody knew about in my documentary and the what just specifically who took what and how much and and I did wow and uh, should be interesting.
0: Any news on when that will air? Because I know you thought maybe Thanksgiving, maybe Christmas.
1: Uh, I, you know what? I'm I'm going to find out today, but I'm I'm hearing now between like maybe the, between the 25th of um yeah, in other words, like maybe the, the end of November. I got you. Yeah, they're going to do one more shoot with me watching it, and then add that to it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
0: I, um, I got a question here from Brady. He wants to know when you returned to WCW in September of 1998, was your previous contract voided? And did you sign a new contract upon returning to the company? So this would have been a- after the big impasse with you and, uh, and Eric and the whole fire me, I'm already fired. Are you coming back on your old deal or a new deal there? My old deal. Yeah. Here's one from Robert. Uh, I used to love watching Rick versus Brad Armstrong matches. Uh, Ask Rick how good of a wrestler he was and if Brad is one of the most undervalued workers of the day.
1: Incredible worker and one of the most undervalued performers of all time. He was a rough, Brad Armstrong was a rough draft of Ricky Steamboat.
0: Okay. What a great compliment, man. I love that rough draft. draft. He wasn't
1: Ricky Steamboat, but shit, he could do anything. Drop creaking in on top of the head, sell. Nice guy. I mean, fuck, What a loss. I mean, I, I mean, I used to send Road Dog. You can watch. I've wrestled Brad for an hour a couple of times. I mean, you know, he, he got put in that position a few times, but nah yeah, he's and what a great kid, unbelievable.
0: Here's one from uh, Chef Akon Rick. He wants to know how did you get 2001: A Space Odyssey as your theme? Were the royalties involved, it seemed every company you worked for had a different version of well, their one you preferred.
1: Um, no, actually, Dusty gave that to me. Wow, I don't know. I wouldn't know anything about the, that when I got that. I didn't know anything about royalty. I just knew that it was me, Frank Sinatra, and Elvis Presley. <laughs>
0: I uh, I loved seeing um, the
1: three. Do that one. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. I was actually in a, a restaurant a couple of weeks ago and they played Phil Collins, easy lover. Yeah. And I happened to be with our, our friend, Dave Silva. And I said, Hey, do you know what? wrestler used this theme song yeah. and he goes and he thinks, and he goes, I don't know. And I said, quick player. Yeah,
1: no. Oh. And I was like, yeah. yeah.
0: In 86, I've seen tape. Yeah. Of the, and sharp, the, and the, you
1: sharp dressed man too, for a while. And you did the wanderer for a yeah. bit. You know? That's it. Cause Dion walked into the locker room. In uh, 82, in West Palm Beach, the guy that came and got me, said, the the, the the singer guy named Dion wants to meet you. And I said, no shit. So he came in, he handed me a picture, said, "Rick Flair, you are the wanderer. I wrote this song about you. I love like it. <laughs> Somebody will follow me. I'm the type of guy that'll never settle down. Where pretty girls are, well, you know that I'm around. Woo! <laughs>
0: Gee he wants to know good day, gentlemen. I remember going to the Philadelphia civic center and JCP having an autograph session with the four horsemen. What was it like being so popular, but also having the balance of being bad guys?
1: It was fabulous. It was fabulous. They, they we were popular because we were so damn good. There
0: you go. Uh, Brian Hamilton wants to know how did, how did Rick like wrestling in Southeastern slash continental wrestling? Does he think Ron Fuller or Bob Armstrong could have made a good touring NWA champion? To my knowledge, this is the only NWA territory where no wrestler ever won the NWA championship.
1: Do I think Bob Armstrong could have made a good world champion? Yeah. Uh, I don't, I, I, it's not that he couldn't have been, I don't think he wanted to travel like that. Yeah. Bob, you know that there's a reason. Some sometimes find people find a place, and I mean, to my knowledge, all the boys still live there now. The family, um, some, they find a place; and they don't want to leave it. Right. And being a world champion meant, I mean, you know, my schedule. I didn't go. Sometimes I was home for six months at a time. And I think Bob, like you know, with there that territory, the longest drive was Birmingham. Right. And you were home every night.
0: It that feels, it. Like, uh, Pensacola is, is like, um, an underrated wrestling town. You know, yeah. you got Usos, Roman Reigns, Scott Armstrong. I mean, there's so many wrestling talent who have either it, exactly. or decided to settle
1: into Pensacola. I think that's where Aaron met Aaron, his, his wife. Exactly. And, uh, all I mean, that's, that it's, um, Roy Jones, Jr., Emmett Smith, Escambia high school. So
0: crazy. Yeah, uh, Richo Mack says, I would love to hear a good Charles Robinson
1: story. Come on, Rick. You got plenty of those. I'm sure. Charles Robinson. God, just, oh God. I just, I don't have a, 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 like a really fun story with him. He's another guy that, you know, he, he likes he likes me being crazy, but he doesn't like to participate. Well, huh. I can see <laughs> that. Uh, he's just a great kid. I, I couldn't begin to say, I can I do have a story, but I could never tell it. <laughs> <laughs> I have one, <laughs> but just God, I mean, the most respectful guy and and yeah. legitimately, you know, it, it, there's always a debate about things to Charles Robinson loves going to work as much as any human being alive. Yes. And he does anything the company asks of him. Yes. It's unheard of I agree. to see a guy that will do anything and and to, to be part of it and god darn he's a great referee too. Fantastic. You know what I mean Yes. I mean he, he he someday Charles Robinson looking at some of the guys I put in the Hall of Fame now, and he needs to be a Hall of Fame. Tommy oh. Young should have been a long time ago. I agree.
0: Uh, Corey Lawson says, if you could have Olivia Walker make you one last robe, what would it look like? Or what robe would you have her remake that you could have forever?
1: The symbol, it would be the peacock robe that Jack Mulligan tore up in 1978. Why I would take that robe. You know, you know I always wanted things to look like it was legit. And I thought that day, I said, Gotta be, he tears up this blue and It looked like I've just given him the easiest one, that, the cheapest one. So I said, this is how stupid I was, right? I go, okay, or how how hell bent I was on being the best and, and doing everything differently and, but perfectly, I took my best one, and let Jack tear that one up. Oh the my God! It took one. her a year to make it, real yeah. peacock feathers.
0: We'll uh, we'll try to find a picture of that one. Yeah, that
1: have, it's incredible.
0: It's yellow one that we're talking about. Right? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, JPW junior says, what was your favorite war games match that you were in and versus what team, uh, great classic matches when the four horsemen were involved, probably the first one is the most famous isn't not uh, Atlanta.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: or where JJ broke his shoulder.
1: Yeah. That's where a Hawk <laughs> animal animal lifted JJ up. Hawk was flying around the ring neck and Hawk came in last and he killed every one of us so the last thing he did in the war games when nobody even talked about doing animal lifting up JJ who had no choice and Hawk dove off the top rope and broke his shoulder. My God. <laughs> what do you do? Nobody could figure out when to get Hawk in because <laughs> Mike was a killer man. I mean, literally, Mike would come in and he, he was, he was, he was having fun. <laughs> so, so fun. <laughs> they, we just they, ran, ran and ran and hit to the other side of the cage. <laughs> we made it work to catch us.
0: Absolutely. You got to play a little cat and mouse. You don't to get clobbered. No,
1: I'll tell you the one in Miami was cool. We had 30,000 people in Miami at the orange bowl. Really? Yeah.
0: Do you like the, uh, Wrestling out outdoors more than indoors. It feels like the no. indoor
1: makes more noise. No, I, I'm a big, I'm an indoors guy.
0: uh Dave McClay says, "How hard was it to not laugh for the debut of the Shockmaster?"
1: Oh, it was. I, I, you know, I don't even know that I laughed. I was in shock, literally.
0: Yeah. What do you say?
1: And I don't know. I don't know what happened there. I. I think what happened was they tried to raise the setup, and he wasn't aware of it. Fred came through there, and went, "Oh my god!" It's I funny people that remember course. that stuff, but it's, some some of the things are just never going to leave.
0: I think it was um, a deal where they did a, a rehearsal that day, and yeah. then they rebuilt the wall. And they, yeah. whatever the contractors did, they put a piece of wood across a two by four across the bottom that wasn't there before. Clearly not in on the gag. So he did it the exact same way he did the first time, but this time took a little tumble. Uh, Jay wants to know, Rick, who's a wrestler that maybe never got a big break, but had all the skills, maybe someone who's maybe forgotten the time.
1: Who is a wrestler?
0: Put that up one more time. Who's a wrestler who had all the skills, but never got a big break maybe someone forgot
1: well that could be uh that would go in the category of like brad armstrong um i'll tell you who had so damn much skill but he just uh, he just i don't know what the hell but buddy landell was really good really yeah buddy landell was was a damn i can't tell you wasn't he was a damn good worker but he just couldn't get his game on um who else was really good that ever got a big break? Um, God, you know that. If if I had a oh, oh, half hour to think about that, there's a lot of guys that have been really good that never got a big break. For whether it was politics or timing, uh, politics or you know, have work. You know, being in the right place at the right time. Does that make sense? Yes. There's so many things that factor into that word "break." I heard Kevin Nash talking about it the other day. There's so many politics, and, and, and even in wrestling, it's just that it, it's. I feel like somehow, if you're really as good as, if you're really that good, somewhere along the line, you're going to get a break. But it doesn't work like that all the time. Yeah, and you know, like Nick Aldis. You know, the kid's really good. Yes, he is. But he's never gotten that big break. Nothing right. against NWA, because, you know, I that's my favorite belt of all time. But the big break will be him coming to either AEW or WWF. WWE, rather, excuse me.
0: John Osborne wants to know, has Rick ever met Stu Hart? And has he ever been stretched? Many times. By-
1: eh. Hey, eh, I understand Gagne trained ya. I said, Mist- Mr. Gagne? Yeah, you know, Gagné is half tough. <laughs> I talked to Brett last night. How's Brett? How's Brett doing? He's doing good. He's sitting up in Calgary. I don't know how he lives there. <laughs> he wants the Rick Flair drip, but we can't get it across the border.
0: <laughs> I bet we got ways. We'll figure I'm, not, out. I'm not. I'm not
1: taking it. I can tell you that. <clears throat>
0: Uh, Ryan from the gym wants to know, can you talk about your training and what is missing from wrestling today
1: that the old school got right? It's right there in front of you. Psychology. By training today. Uh, well, the, I, I don't, I haven't seen how the kids train, but I know that, uh, you know, it's, it's. It's repetition. Um, obviously, they lift weights. Obviously, they're in pretty good shape. Um, Shawn Michaels is the greatest professional wrestler of all time, and he's training them, or he's the head of the school. So it just measure, you know, I I guess they have different levels levels of classes. But right. the biggest thing I think that's missing in wrestling today, because it's it's, you know, you're, you're going to see it in one match here or there, but is is in is psychology. Right. Because I think it, it's just now it's like, you know, one high spot after another, and what what you know, what what means what means more, what means less. I mean, it, it's nothing. They, they work. Everybody works really hard. Everybody's very athletic and gifted and talented. But if you watch it, it's just is, it, you know you don't you very rarely see anybody grab a hold and hold somebody down and. You know, I mean, the shows are time. It's all about getting commercials in. You know, there's so much that goes into making a live TV show that if people have never experienced it, they they have no idea. It's very complicated and very, and, and very difficult to produce live TV. And you have to hope everybody ends up on the same page. So, you know, it's hard to give everybody individual attention and, Sometimes I think that they go out there with with a plan in mind that maybe the audience doesn't like. Right. And then, you know, you're stuck because you don't know how to get out of that situation unless you have a lot of experience.
0: Well, speaking of a lot of experience, here's one from Caesar. He wants to know, is there still heat between he and Jerry Lawler? I remember you coming to Memphis and working a couple programs. You are arguably the greatest dude to ever step in a ring. Your careers are legendary.
1: I'd hope all was good between y'all. I've never Absolutely. heard. of you. I love Jerry Lawler. Yeah. It Wasn't Jerry Lawler. It was a promotion. Right. Because it did, you know, they, they, they had their own promotion and it's, I mean, I was mad at Jerry Lawler at the time, but then it was, you know, that's long since been gone. I think the world of Jerry, we talk on a regular basis um, or, you know, maybe once a month. But um, it was just a promotion, wanting to protect Jerry because Jerry, that, that Jerry was their meal ticket. Right. And for Jerry to get beat and he didn't do them any good.
0: Seth Hicks wants to know, are there any celebrities you always wanted to hang out with,
1: but never got the chance to? Well, can I just tell you this? I heard that Tom Brady was in Ybor city Sunday night and I'm mad. He didn't reach out. (laughs) I've met him, but I haven't had a chance to, to, to walk into a saloon with him yet. That's heck that's going to happen soon. I hope I can't wait for that call. Oh, me too. You can't wait. You got to be me. I just live, he just lived. I can see his house from here <laughs> over in Davis Island. <laughs> Is that his house or Giselle's? House? G- no, Giselle's got a mansion in Miami now, man. I'm, I got all this. I know what's going on. <laughs> okay. All right. You saw him. He said, awesome. Fucking awesome. <laughs> smile on his face, man. He looked like a million bucks. I don't blame him for going downtown. Why don't I get I just show them something better? They need to come out with me and Gomez instead of going to Ybor city. That's old news.
0: Maybe get Dino in there and y'all become <laughs> the poor horseman of Tampa. Dino's yeah. got
1: a new girlfriend. He won't bring her me.
0: <laughs>
1: I wonder hell? why. <laughs> Dino, what the hell? <laughs> you won't bring her Joe either. <laughs>
0: him explaining that he once had a lady friend who maybe had too much right. to drink and maybe broke a coffee table. And he goes, I can't have police over here. <laughs> it's just the best Dino story. Of all time. <laughs> uh, Carl wants to know when was the first time you ever met or
1: spoke to Hulk Hogan? Oh, but, uh, we met in 1979 or 80 in Atlanta TV. Sterling, Sterling golden. Huh. He was on his way to Memphis.
0: Did he have the, uh, the chest hair shaved up weird back then? Or is that before that? Uh,
1: I think at at that, he just was a, you know, big, huge guy with, you know, phenomenal phenomenal body, nice kid, always tan. He's still always tan. Yeah, He's so vain. He's worse than me.
0: (laughs) Uh, spooky Dave says, what made you get into the cannabis uh, industry? Also, how does Tyson like that? Ric Flair drip?
1: Mike loves it. Um, well, I was approached by Chad Bronstein about it, and I, I've i never obviously been against it. I just didn't do it because I was wrestling, number one. Number two, I don't think the company would have approved of it. As a matter of fact, I know they wouldn't have, even though it's become more acceptable. And number three, it's, I just had never had the opportunity. I, I think I have had it one other time before, but it was still like, I mean, it's basically socially acceptable right now. I mean, more, more and more people I've found out since I've gotten involved. Hell, everybody loves marijuana. Yes. I mean, they just do. Yes. And the edibles, my God. I mean, for me personally, a guy has been eating Xanax since 89. They got me off of Xanax. Wow. Well, yeah. But you, I mean, you have to do it proportionally. You just don't do it like yank the whole Xanax. You know, but I, I, I've been taking a Xanax a day since 1989. Well. Yeah. I mean, I've got off when I was in rehab, I got off it. Then I got back on it. You know, so rehab, I got off everything for 35 days. And <laughs> within an hour of walking off the campus, I was back on everything. <laughs> I, uh, With 35 days back in one hour.
0: <laughs> I mean, five years ago, I remember the speech was no, it's just a little red wine <laughs> and then, "No, it's just light beer. And boy, we just we stair step our way back in before uh, you know nation again.
1: God dang it! It was just dis- <laughs> if I go to the gym and work out, it justifies some of. It. I'm going to be 74. What the hell? What else yeah. have I got to live on?
0: Bruce Pritchard and I will still randomly recreate a sentence you at the bar at Bruce Chris in Huntsville, Alabama, about five years ago. Was that forget how old you were at the time? I'll just round mm-hmm. up and mm-hmm. I go. I'm 69. I could give a fuck. And we both <laughs> lose that hand point because you were just fired up about something. Like, who's the shit, guys? I'm old. I'm going to have fun. And I just thought that. Well, it's was- not
1: just that. It's, a, it, it's a, you know how lucky I mean? Here's what people don't get I'm, <laughs> I'm not supposed to be here. Right. And like last night, right? I go, <laughs> I'm watching Bradshaw on this thing, right? And I'm going to myself, and not to bring up a subject, they're not going to belabor it. But, I mean, <laughs> I've seen it all. Right. And I get so tired of people, you know, fans, marks, whatever they are, whatever, in all due respect to them. But they don't have an opinion if they're not there. Right. And to me, I'm never going to get off the fact that wrestling is a fraternity. Yes. It should be a brotherhood. Respect everybody, and there's no time for anybody to cause anybody personal embarrassment or hardship in our business. There's no place for it. We all know the story on Bradshaw. It's fucking brutal. But he's rewarded by the Hall of Fame. It's their company. They can do what they want to do. But what about the three or four guys that I've seen melt down personally, melt down and cry? They're so humiliated. So anyway, getting back to the question.
0: Well, no, let's let's follow up there. I didn't know you and John had a falling out. Did I didn't I- have
1: a falling out. I'm making an observation. Okay. He's always nice to me. Right. Uh, here's the idea. i uh, Everybody can take a rib and all that, but, but but outright bullying a guy where he where he feels like shit, right, is not is not healthy. Right. It doesn't do anybody good. He's never done anything to me. Right. You know. And I I guess I'm lucky, but I mean, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't tolerate it if you did. And obviously Joey isn't neither from what I've been told. So, you know, it just got to be cut off somewhere. But I've seen people just cry. Right. You know, over humiliation. And we're supposed to be a brotherhood. Right. Hey, it's like, I can remember, I've been ribbed, you know, but to me, a rib too is also when everybody laughs at the end. Right. That's right. Okay. I'm on an airplane flight with Ryan Nobbs. And everybody looks at me and starts laughing. And David on the flight does look at me. And I go, what look you looking at? And I go, oh, no. And knobs shaved off, shaved off my eyebrow. Okay? He roofied me, whatever you call that shit. Yeah. Shaved off my eyebrow. And I, I started screaming. And then I, he, he comes out of the bathroom, which is two feet from me. This is on an international flight. He's going, God dang, look at Henning got me too. <laughs> he shaved his own eyebrows. <laughs> no, how could I get mad? I was so mad I wanted to quit and go home. But he Great How man. do you get mad at Brian? <laughs> he shaved yeah. his own eyebrows off. So at the end of the day I laugh I go, you know, <laughs> and he blames it on Kurt Henning, who's not even on the plane. <laughs> Not that Kurt Hennig hasn't. H-bombed a few people. Good Lord. <laughs> but... <laughs> Nobbs comes out of the bathroom. I mean, you would have died. God dang that Curt Hennig. He, he, he shaved his own eyebrows off. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> Brian <Hops>. And <laughs> hey, You saw him at the last... How funny was he at the last... The last match... <laughs> You know, he, no. he told the story about me putting the girl on the phone <laughs> he jumped on that bed right away
0: <laughs> what are we gonna do with you
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know to cheer are a guy up
0: <laughs> oh yeah you do you're not allowed to be down or disappointed or upset hell
1: no <laughs> that yeah I, I ain't got time for that no. <laughs>
0: Uh, Rick, I can't believe this is real, but Woo Wings, your very own virtual restaurant concept, is now open. Fans can enjoy the legendary flavors and world championship wings by ordering with Uber Eats or Postmates. Woo Wings is now open in Nashville, San Antonio, Charlotte, Jacksonville, New York, Tuscaloosa, Huntsville, Concord, North Carolina, Richmond Hill, Georgia, and many more locations coming soon. There's a full list available at rickflairwings.com. And as a virtual restaurant, Woo Wings is always looking to partner with existing restaurants in major metro areas like Atlanta, St. Louis, Raleigh, or Charleston. Tell your favorite sports bar or local restaurant you want Woo Wings in your town and to visit rickflairwings.com for more information on how to become a partner and add more to their bottom line. If you're a Woo Wings city, well, order from Uber Eats or Postmates today and try the only chicken wings worthy. Of carrying the name of the 16 time world heavyweight champion woo wings. Uh, Rick, I know that, uh, woo wings and Ric Flair drip, they're all sweeping the nation. Uh, what's next for you? You, when we spoke last you're enjoying a few
1: days off, what's next on your, uh, your travel, the, the big event Saturday with Ryan, um, I'm B- I'll be with Bianca Blair and Liv Morgan for Ryan. Um, Andrade will be there. There's a whole bunch of people there. And then, uh, I come back home and do this with you on Tuesday again, and then I head to Vegas with Chad for uh, and Evander and uh, Mike for a uh, well, man. big business deal out there. I'm there for two days. Then I'm going back. As I told you, a Mongo is not doing good. Right. So I'm going to go from there to, uh, uh, to Chicago a day early and uh, see Mongo, and then I sign for ryan again on saturday then i go home on sunday well
0: next week we're going to be back talking week yeah we got to get you and leslie together again december 10th right around the corner 50 years maybe she'll make you another jacket
1: got she made me a jacket you know
0: i mean we got we got to make that reunion yeah what are you guys doing thanksgiving well we're going to try to invite
1: you and twist your arm and get you to north alabama come on yeah, I don't know, boy. After that LSU loss, I'm not sure about Alabama anymore. I was waiting on <laughs> it. Well, I, waiting on I waited to the end. Right, Number so three, Michigan.
0: Let's talk about it. Like I'm pretty excited. I mean, it's cool that that uh, Tennessee lost. It's cool that Clemson lost. It's yeah. cool that Alabama lost. Like it looks totally different than it did just a week ago, and that's what makes college football so fun. But now I've seen people say TCU's at the hunt. That can't be. But
1: man, who do you got? Michigan. I tell you what, I'd like to see. I'd like to see Georgia and Michigan again, like last year. That'd be huge, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, last year they just couldn't keep up with them. But they find and this is the first quarterback Jim's really ever had since he's been there. And that running back is a different kind of cat, man. They're good.
0: Georgia just straight up dismantled Tennessee. Yeah, uh, I don't know what that says about Tennessee. I don't know what that says about Georgia. Do you think Michigan has a shot against Georgia?
1: I really don't know the answer to that because I couldn't believe I thought Tennessee would give them a better game too. I watched all yeah. of it. Yeah. I've been looking for, you know, um yeah. you know, there again, I mean I just like the game period like you. We always have our favorite, but
0: yeah.
1: You know, for me what I hate is every week it gets shorter. <laughs> yeah. Then that I hate for it to come to a close. Like me too. And then we got um I forget if we play this week, Michigan. And then we got Ohio State. That's the big one. That's
0: the big test. But, right. but if
1: they beat Ohio State, you know, um, who knows? And here's the thing too about Alabama and that Tennessee game. That Bryce Young, to me, he won the he won the he won the Heisman that day. Four hundred and fifty five yeah. yards, four TDs. That was true. I mean, his very best in Tennessee still won. It's so crazy. you can't blame Bryce Young for it.
0: You think about all the great talent that yeah. Makes This brought to Alabama and there's arguably not been a better player than Bryce young, but he's going to finish his career without winning a national title. I
1: know. And how about that? How about that linebacker you guys got? What's his name? Will Anderson. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, Holy cow. You never know. You never know. Georgia is just very well-rounded, but as is Michigan, if the question will be, if Michigan can run with Georgia. So check out the, uh, the betting lines here. It looks like the, uh,
0: Bulldogs of course are the favorite, the Buckeyes plus two Oh eight Yep. volunteers. Boy, that's pathetic. Plus 1680. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, man. That's why we watch these games and have so much fun. And, uh, I can't wait to see what's next, but I do want to get your take as we're wrapping things up here again, we're going to be talking about Macho man next week. We saw the Houston Astros after starting out, yep. not so strong against the Phillies come out and emphatically win the world series. Uh, and Verlander
1: strong, strong. Verlander strong and they pitched a no hitter. Can you believe that? It was unbelievable. Yeah. They're going to be there for a while.
0: It felt like they came out with like, um, a chip on their shoulder. They were ready to prove something. You know, there's lots of talk about, oh, this should be an asterisk or whatever. Yeah. They removed all that doubt, but mattress Mac, a friend of Bruce Pritchard's and a big wrestling fan, a staple in the Houston community made sports betting history. He got the biggest payout in the history of professional public sports. He won $75 million, Rick. Uh, wow. Have you ever met Mattress Mac before in Houston?
1: I have not. What, tell me what he does for a living. Well, he owns a a big furniture store. Oh, that, of course I know him. I'm sorry. And he used to be like, he needed the money. The guy's got 75 million already.
0: Uh,
1: maybe a lot more than that now. Yeah, My God. I I actually work for him. Bruce got me a gig with him. Phenomenal. Yeah. What a very nice
0: gentleman. What a story. What a character. Uh, congrats to the Houston Astros. Congrats to uh, LSU for dog walking Alabama. Congratulations to Georgia for stomping a mud hole in Tennessee. And, uh, let's pray for, for the go big blue because, the myth of John Harbaugh will be exposed against Ohio State, and I can't. No, not.
1: It's, it's not John. He's the Ravens who kicked ass last night. It's Jimbo. Jimbo. Listen, I, I can't get all these loser coaches' first <laughs> name. <thing. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, according to Nick, Fein, according to Paul Feinbaum, the SEC genius, Saban era is over. <laughs> uh, all, all those lies and more. Hey, hey on, right on the same note. I love Jeff Saturdays. Now the coach of the Baltimore. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm watching first take like I do every day. And here's Marcus. Um, the kid that played LSU Marcus. What?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I know you're talking about. I can't think of his last name. Real last guy, yeah. yeah He's line.
1: cracking on him saying, ah, oh, he didn't do that. So uh, I want to say Marcus. <laughs> I wanted to tweet out. So Marcus, if they offer you the head coaching job, of an NFL team, would you tell them no, that you don't have the, you don't have the experience? Right. Come on. It's so much bullshit. Blue, blue Call uh, out Jeff Saturday because hey, hey, You know what? <laughs> I mean, I had to, if have all these guys that are cracking on them. Instead right. of slapping on the back saying, yeah, he's the greatest guy in the world. But, 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 but. If someone gave them the job, wouldn't they take it?
0: Of course they would. Hell yeah, they would. Of course they, would.
1: they wouldn't go, oh, I don't know. I wouldn't, they would knock themselves. No <laughs> Christ.
0: Well, uh, shout out to the Colts because they're apparently trying to win Bryce young, uh, because boy, they have just fallen off a cliff yeah. this year, but congrats to Mr. Saturday. Sorry in advance to the hardball family. I know it's going to be a tough loss. Huh.
1: Hey, I'll okay. talk to you before that, man. We're talking that week.
0: Oh yeah. We're going to have a lot of fun and we're going to kick it off next week. Talking about the macho man, Randy Savage, the
1: macho man.
0: I got to get you involved with this Thanksgiving idea. I got to get you and Leslie back together. Just, you know, one last time.
1: Oh man. I don't know. God. I'm the type of guy. that will never settle down. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next
0: week right here on the nature boy.
1: Woo!